places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again Hey everybody and welcome to the Where's Willie podcast. Join me, William Miller, as I travel the country talking to manufacturers of all types about their trials, tribulations, and triumphs in the industry. This show is brought to you by Koganay International America, Inc. Welcome to the Where's Willie podcast, a national manufacturing podcast sponsored by Koganay International America, Inc., a global manufacturer of more than 512,000 components that help miniaturize every device, machine, robotic, and automated process in every industry sector of manufacturing. Today on the Where's Willie podcast, my travels take me to Benton Harbor, Michigan, to talk with Miss Jennifer DeMud, Executive Director of the Manufacturing Growth Alliance. Miss Jennifer DeMud is the Executive Director of the Manufacturing Growth Alliance, as I said. She is an accomplished, authentic, and humble executive with over 20 years' experience leading teams, establishing strategic direction, and achieving operational excellence, respected for helping organizations innovate, thrive, and grow. Known for optimizing resources to achieve core mission while satisfying stakeholders, well-known throughout Michigan and the nation as a forward-thinking leader who has a passion to serve. DeMud earned a master's degree in public administration and a second master's degree in communications from Grand Valley State University. She has participated on a number of national, state, and community boards, including the America's SBDC Board, America's SBDC Accreditation Committee, Michigan Athena Board, Michigan Main Street Council, Grand Rapids Chambers Athena Council, Women's Resource Center Board, and Vice President, of the Byron Days Festival Board. DeMud also spends time as a Girl Scout troop leader and as a mentor to women exiting jail. DeMud has received recognition for her leadership and community involvement throughout her career, including being selected as one of the 50 most influential women in West Michigan, YWCA Tribute Award for Community Service, Grand Rapids Business Journal's 40 Under 40 Award, and Leanne Moss Service Award from Grand Rapids Opportunities for Women and the National Association of Small Business Development Center's Michigan State Star Award. Miss Jennifer, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Willie. So first question for all of our listeners is the Manufacturing Growth Alliance mission is to champion, serve, advocate. Can you talk about how you do that for Michigan manufacturers? The Michigan Growth Alliance, MGA, supports those second stage manufacturers that are looking to grow and be prosperous in Michigan. MGA does that through providing relevant services, access to information, as well as provide advocacy for these second stage manufacturers because they are job creators in Michigan. And we have a laser focus on listening and supporting them with all of their needs. That's wonderful. Now, Jennifer, I do want to ask, the Manufacturing Growth Alliance, you're not a new organization. Can you talk a little bit about your history, where you're located throughout the state of Michigan? You know, a lot of times we get questions on, oh, is this a brand new association? So can you kind of talk about maybe your history and where you're located throughout the state? Michigan Growth Alliance was formed in 2019. So we are a fairly new association that focuses on growth-oriented manufacturers. We decided to form the MGA because we recognized that there was a gap in service delivery to second-stage 
manufacture. When we talk about manufacturing, given the current state today, separate from the COVID-19 pandemic, what I want to really talk about and embrace is this concept or trend or reality of globalization. So when we talk about small manufacturers, we have to think about being future ready. Is that something that you embrace? And can you talk a little bit about what that means to the Manufacturing Growth Alliance about helping manufacturers to be future ready? Being future ready is a critical need for small manufacturers. If manufacturers do not evolve, they'll be replaced. When we think about being future ready, it's truly being industry 4.0 focused. Many of our small manufacturers in Michigan have not taken that step to leverage new technologies to increase their efficiencies. Over the course of time of just getting to know you, I can definitely tell that with your mission to champion, serve, and advocate, you're really looking to do that for this second stage manufacturing. Can you talk about what is second stage manufacturing and how are they the job creators? Second stage companies are nine to 100 employees, typically 1 million to 50 million in sales. They are past the startup phase. And they're entering into a phase second stage where they need to build their management team and then they need to build systems that allow them to be sustainable long term. And obviously, with these second stage manufacturers being the job creators, this industry, as my passion, is getting all the good news of every manufacturer, OEM, association such as the Manufacturing Growth Alliance, because I'm so amazed with what you guys are doing. That is why I wanted you to be a guest. You know, a lot of people think manufacturing is grandpa's industry, but I would argue, just as I outlined in your bio, which is impressive, women doing amazing things in the manufacturing industry. Can you talk about not only just job opportunities, but women in manufacturing and what that means to you and the opportunities that you see for women, not just today, but in the future. Women total about 47% of the labor force in the United States and about 29% of the manufacturing workforce. So when we think about the talent that women bring to a business, only 29% of the workforce in manufacturing are women. That provides so much opportunity for manufacturers to look at what women can bring to the industry to help them grow their business, be sustainable, and be future ready. There are a number of organizations here in Michigan that are focused on helping our younger generations to realize that manufacturing is a creative and innovative space for them to have a career. So many of our young people, middle school, elementary, high school, they still view manufacturing as something that is from industry 2.0 or 3.0. There's not a lot of insight that has been provided to them of industry 4.0, which is innovation. It's fun. It's cool. It is some place where they can be in an environment where their skill sets can fully be leveraged on a daily basis. 
Jennifer, don't be surprised if I bring my 16-year-old daughter to the Manufacturing Growth Alliance for you to inspire her. Because what I found, even as her dad, <laughs> I get the eye rolls of, oh yeah, dad. But you know, I do want to talk honestly, and I want to stay on this topic for a second. Manufacturing has given me a ridiculously amazing life, including we are now on a podcast that I'm a part of. So I say these things to my daughter. Do you think it's more than just getting the word out to women that, hey, there is more to manufacturing than being in a tool room running a lathe. For the MGA, when you're talking about not just opportunities, I guess what are some of the other conversations that maybe over the course of your career, what are some of the other things that once you get past the, okay, now I realize there are some opportunities, is there education that the MGA can help with specifically for women, whether it's you know, getting that industry 4.0 training on the technologies, implementation, lean manufacturing, operational excellence, leadership. I mean, it's more than just saying, hey, we have 11,000 plus manufacturers here in Michigan that we have opportunities for. Can you talk a little bit more about specifically some of the programs that maybe the MGA does for women that go beyond, hey, manufacturing is awesome and there's a lot of opportunities? When we think about manufacturing or any small business, you know, there's two sides to that equation. There's the women and ensuring that they have insights into manufacturing being a career, but then you also have the manufacturer, that there's a higher level of insights and education from a manufacturer's perspective in how they attract and retain Mm -hmm. the talent. So we can get the talent that's interested, and then we also need to look at the manufacturer and have them view women as a talent pool that they need to access to bring into their leadership team, to bring into their manufacturing facility and lead teams, lead innovation. I see it as two sides and MGA is committed to working with manufacturers across the state to elevate the importance of diversifying their talent pool. There was a great report out recently from Deloitte that surveyed 600 women in manufacturing. And less than 15% of the women that were surveyed believed the manufacturing industry was accepting of family, personal commitments, really accepting of women. So that's a pretty low number compared to what we would see from any industry. We want to take a look at ensuring manufacturers are attracting and retaining the talent that's out there from women leaders. And I want to ask you this, and I didn't ask you this before, so not to put you on the spot, but I want to make sure that you're comfortable with it. And I really want the listeners to understand just again, all the resources that the MGA here in Michigan can provide to so many people. So I'm going to ask you this question, and I just want to know if you're, if it's a comfortable yes. If I'm a woman in the state of Michigan, and whether it's a job change, a career change, whatever, and I say, hey, you know what? I have my education. I have experience in leadership, managing, operations, et cetera. If I want to get into manufacturing and I don't know where to start, are you comfortable to say that they can start by going to the MGA? Absolutely. Throughout my career, I have supported men and women in their endeavors. If any woman that is transitioning or thinking about manufacturing as a career, I would love to have that conversation with the individual and talk about manufacturing and the excitement that manufacturing can offer a woman throughout her career. 
I'm so excited with what you guys are doing. And I have to believe too, that to all of our manufacturers that are listening, we talk about the other side of it. It's difficult when you're running a business to find, all right, where's a resource or an alliance partner that we can have that can do just this, help us find and prepare future talent come in, specifically women. It can be men, it can be women, it can be anything. You know, all races and sexes and anybody. I gotta believe that manufacturers would benefit and also reaching out and partnering with the MGA for this same purpose, to build their team for the future generations. Yeah, it is the most critical need for manufacturers right now, and that is access to talent. And that's one of the reasons why MGA is focusing some of our efforts on working with community colleges to make sure that community colleges are looking at the manufacturing base that's in their community, understanding the needs of those manufacturers, and then aligning those needs with what's being offered at the community college so that as talent becomes available within a region, that those manufacturers will have the talent that's needed for them to be future ready, for them to be sustainable. All of our listeners, I want you to understand this. The Manufacturing Growth Alliance here in Michigan, they are an association that is in the doors of our manufacturers here in the state to understand what the needs are at the ground level from the OEMs themselves. They're also, as you just heard, partnering with the education sector to ensure that the right topics training is being provided for the future. And you're also providing opportunities to anybody that's looking for a career in manufacturing. So to anybody looking for an opportunity, hint, hint, reach out to Jennifer D. Mudd and the MGA. They're doing so many amazing things. So we're talking about jobs. We're talking about opportunities. You had mentioned specifically, Jen, small manufacturers and second stage manufacturing, what that is and job creation. Can you talk about then manufacturing's impact on rural communities? Yeah. So our rural communities, when we have a manufacturing business within a rural community, it's so very important that we support that manufacturer. So with rural communities, I would bet that from the advocacy standpoint, I've interviewed some government agencies that are promoting job creation opportunities for manufacturing companies to set up in certain locations. Specific for rural communities, does the MGA have some visibility to potential, like let's say I'm a potential manufacturer company looking to come to a given location here in the state of Michigan. Do you have visibility on maybe some of the incentives, tax incentives, and the financial benefits of bringing your manufacturing here to Michigan? And you share that, I assume, to those potentially looking to come here and open up shop. MGA partners extensively with our EDCs, our economic development organizations within the state. Uh, Michigan has 10 regions of prosperity and those economic developers work very closely with the state of Michigan to ensure that we're attracting and retaining manufacturing firms throughout Michigan. In regards to specifically rural, one thing that MGA continues to look at and will be moving forward in 2020 are opportunity zones. Michigan has 288 opportunity zones. Many of those opportunity zones are located in rural 
communities. Opportunity zones, if the listeners are not familiar with them, they are areas of the state that have been identified who have been underserved for a very long period of time. Resources and tax incentives are given to growth expansion within those opportunity zones. So that would be one area that MGA would love to talk to any manufacturer in an opportunity zone or looking to transition to an opportunity zone to have that conversation of what that tax incentive is, as well as help with growth strategies for that manufacturer. We want to make sure that rural communities, manufacturers, have the resources and insights and incentives that they can access in order to, one, be future ready, two, be sustainable long-term. You guys have a lot that you're offering here in our wonderful state of Michigan. Again, I'm so honored that you have been taking some time to just share everything that the MGA does. And I think to your point, I mean, since 2019, there's so much resources that you're providing. Again, and I look at this as three different markets. You've got opportunities, tax incentives, information about opportunity zones for companies that physically come here to our great state. You have resources, opportunities for current employed individuals that want to advance their career. And then you have opportunities for people like my daughter, the future, as we are getting upon the graduates this year, moving on to college. It's a career that, as you alluded to, with innovation and advancement in Industry 4.0 and even 5.0, there's so much opportunity. It's so great to hear that in just a short period of time, what the MGA has already been doing and the relationships that you have. So truly is uh, an honor to have you be a guest. I want to kind of end with this, and we can talk a little bit about it because I have a few more questions. But manufacturing then as a career. I mean, obviously, we've highlighted and discussed helping the companies themselves be future ready. We talk about and recognize that second stage manufacturing are the job creators. We talk about opportunities, not just for grandpas and dads and men, but this is a thriving industry filled with tons of opportunity in leadership, management for women. We talk about the impact on rural communities, the incentives, all the things that, again, the MGA is doing to help give all of that information that may not be easily accessed to one central location or one central resource. So as we kind of come to talk about just manufacturing as a career, I guess my question is, I think both you and I understand and we agree, manufacturing is awesome and there's no better time than now to learn about all the opportunities, the education that's being provided for the future. I guess I would just say the future of MGA, Manufacturing Growth Alliance, today and tomorrow, as I said, your mission is to champion, serve, and advocate. Are there things that are going to be happening? So let's talk about your calendar then. For manufacturing as a career, again, pending the pandemic and the changes of our state, are there some events that are happening? Are there opportunities that the MGA sets up throughout the state, whether it's, you know, at our state capitol in Lansing, if it's here in West Michigan, Bent Harbor. Can you talk a little bit about the calendar or what does a typical year look like for you to physically meet the potential job seekers and physically meet the employers? What do you guys have in the balance of 2020 as far as the resources and opportunities you're providing for those and manufacturing and talk about career growth. In 2020, MGA is focused on 
for the next six months, helping small manufacturers prepare to restart and to rebound from the pandemic. That is our focus right now. We have many small manufacturers that need to look at continuity planning. We have manufacturers that need to continue to assess their cash flow. And then really important to move forward uh, for small manufacturers is looking at their strategic positioning. Once we get through the next six months of pandemic, I, I know many small businesses and manufacturers will be recovering for a lot longer. But in 2021, 2022, we really need to prepare our second stage manufacturers and position them for growth. Our focus in 2020, especially the next six months, is going to support small manufacturers through education, through online events that will support manufacturers with the continuity planning, the workforce planning, as well as strategic positioning. And I'd like to share too, in regards to manufacturing as a career, that's one of the biggest for manufacturers. When we think about positioning manufacturers for growth, talent is a critical, critical need. There is a lot of effort being done right now to show that modern manufacturing has gone through and will continue to go through fundamental transformations, industry 4.0, industry 5.0, all of that, if shared with our younger generations, we're going to start filling that talent need that manufacturers have in Michigan. I'm so impressed with the things that you and your leadership with the Manufacturing Growth Alliance are doing here in the state. I'm going to be honest with you because, as many of the listeners know, I work for a privately owned global Japanese manufacturer. And so because I've traveled so much prior to the pandemic, I mean, I've been coast to coast here in North America and South America. And when I first, number one, learned of your bio, I was impressed. I'm like, uh, I have to have Herbie guest on my podcast. I did not know all of the things that you guys have been doing and are doing for manufacturing for the state of Michigan. And I'm honest, I'm blown away. And one of the things that I want to do, I just kind of leave it open. If anybody wants to learn more about MGA, what would be the best ways for them to do so or to come in and meet you and your team to go to some of the events or learn about some of the education opportunities as we have a lot of graduates now? Can you just kind of outline, all right, you know, let's just start here. So if anybody wants to learn about the Manufacturing Growth Alliance, first and foremost, start with a website, social media. Individuals can learn more about MGA by going to our website, mimfgmatters.org. Through the website, have access to our social media channels, as well as contact me directly. And I understand that the MGA has two locations. You're in Lansing, uh, Michigan, and Benton Harbor, Michigan. Is that correct? That is correct. Our headquarters is located in Benton Harbor. A lot of my time is going to be spent in Lansing after we get through this pandemic. In regard to, again, manufacturing as a career, it's easy to look at it from one side as me, potential job seeker. I want to go back to just understanding for our listeners with the Manufacturing Growth Alliance for the state of Michigan, awesome. You know, as you pointed out in the beginning, there are over 11,000 manufacturers in our state. But I believe, and I don't recall, so I'm going to ask you again, it's significant number that are 
what we would call a second stage manufacturer. Can you talk a little bit about your target? If you looked at all the manufacturing here in the state of Michigan, who are you really targeting and why relative to the 11,500 manufacturers that we have in our great state? Really, I appreciate the question. This is something that I'm extremely passionate about and NGA is passionate about. It's our, we'll say our sweet spot of who we serve. Of the 11,500 manufacturers in Michigan, 88% of them have less than 100 employees. Second stage manufacturers we have found have four phases of growth that they go through in order to be sustainable. Our organization, MGA, helps them with all four stages within that second stage category. Two specific phases that we've built services upon are phase two, building their team, and phase three, which is growing to last. And it just seems with that statistic, you know, 88% of all of our manufacturers having less than 100 employees, there's a lot of companies that could use a lot of support, especially now with the pandemic. We want to need to support those second stage manufacturers with services that are relevant to them and that can help them through the pandemic, help them with their growth beyond the pandemic and grow to last. Through our strategic partnerships, we have extensive services and programs that support executive development and organizational leadership within these second stage companies. Many times when a company gets to stage two, they haven't had the leadership development that they need as as a CEO, as a management team in order to position that company for growth. So MGA focuses on that professional growth and development for the leadership team. As I mentioned, we focus on operational elements that a second stage company is going to need in order to position themselves for growth. Things like legal and HR support, operational assessments, are they efficient as they can be? How are they leveraging technologies in order to increase efficiencies? Let's walk the listeners through then. If a listener is second stage manufacturers and they need help, for me as an example, I own a business, been in business 15 years, I have 30 employees, you know, I need help. We need to bring in some talent. We are not at capacity. We're looking to increase our throughput and our production. Today, I learn about the MGA. I contact the MGA. I touch base with you or your team. I elect to join and be part of the annual membership. You know, what happens? You meet me at our company and we become members. Kind of just walk me through then. Is it just we start with having a one-on-one conversation about, hey, Will, you know, what are the specific challenges you're having? And then the MGA will help in our organization to address those challenges. So that process starts with a small manufacturer reaching out to MGA. You can do that through our website. An individual, either myself or another individual from the team, will contact the small manufacturer. And quite honestly, we want to listen. We want to listen and understand where that small manufacturer is at. What are their challenges and what are their opportunities? MGA has a portfolio of strategic partnerships 
that we leverage. We have our own skill set within our organization. Mm-hmm. But if the, the challenge or opportunity expands beyond what we have internally, then we want to reach out to our strategic partners and make sure that second stage manufacturer has the resources they need to grow. We want to make sure that the small manufacturers have access to resources to get through the pandemic and then help them grow. We care. We want to listen. Our goal is to make them successful. Jennifer, I got to believe that the MGA being brutally honest is very important. And what I mean by that is this, as I just said, I become a member, I need help. To your point, you listen and you understand where my challenges are. I have to believe that somewhere in that conversation, and I think this is probably the best value that the MGA can provide any small business manufacturer, is at some point during that conversation, it will become clear that either one, they're working to just simply sustain, or two, you discover in that conversation that maybe I'm not future ready. Can you talk about the benefits of being a member with MGA and understanding all the resources. Because to me, you hit on something in the beginning, and I think that this is probably the best value that we can provide all of our listeners to understand. It's one thing to listen to me, the given manufacturer with 25 employees wanting to increase production because maybe the net income isn't where I want it to be. But the reality might be that I'm not investing in my company to advance the innovation to evolve which means I could be risking not being in business much longer. Can you talk about the concept that we discussed earlier for the listeners, for people having a conversation that reach out to the MGA, that want to become members, that say, hey, I need help. And then it turns out that in the conversation of you guys listening, you're not future ready. And you can explain to me why I'm not future ready by six areas. Can you outline what those areas are? And then how you would help me then transform from where I'm at today to set up my business to be future ready? Great question. I I can't wait to answer it. First, I'd like to start by indicating for manufacturers, staying competitive is critical to their success. You know, the technologies and trends are having profound impact on manufacturing around the globe and Michigan is absolutely no different. If manufacturers do not evolve, they will be replaced. Now, again, we're talking about small manufacturers, Willie. If they don't evolve, they will be replaced. MGA has identified six key areas that small manufacturers need to consider to stay relevant so that they can grow to last. Those six areas focus on building the team, AI and machine learning. How are they accessing AI and machine learning? Are they assessing the disruptive technologies that are available right now, cloud computing, 3D printing, AR, VR technologies. The fourth one is talent. And we talked a bit about talent, whether it be women in manufacturing, whether it be working with community colleges to ensure that the talent pool is available for the manufacturers within the region. The fifth is the business preparedness. Do they have a cybersecurity plan? Do they have continuity planning? Have they done risk assessment? In other words, when, if and when the next pandemic hits or when they're under cyber attack, have they done the proper business preparedness? And the sixth is autonomous intelligence. So much is in our ecosystem right now about vehicle autonomous intelligence, but I know many manufacturers 
small manufacturers that are using autonomous intelligence simply to transport product from one end of a facility to the next. So autonomous intelligence is the sixth one. MGA is here to, again, listen to small manufacturers, understand where they're at with their evolution, because they need to evolve. And we have the right services and access to partners to support them to where they need to be to be competitive, to be sustainable for the future. I am so impressed. I don't know what to say. I think recognizing, obviously, you know, in our great state of Michigan, there's a lot of companies that don't know where to go. And I just learned today that I believe that there is a resource that can give every small business manufacturer everything that they need in terms of support. I'm just, I'm blown away. So to all of our listeners, that is the Manufacturing Growth Alliance. I want to say thank you so much, Ms. Jennifer DeMud, for being a guest of the Where's Willie podcast. As always, I want to thank all of you for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, I invite you to jump over to Podbean, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to leave a rating and a review of my show so I can work to give you more of what you want to hear in the world of manufacturing, leadership, and everyday life. I assure all of you that this will not be the first interview or the only interview that I have with the MGA because I believe that I am going to be asking for every update possible for what they're doing for our great state of Michigan, specifically for the small business manufacturers, or as what we say, the second stage manufacturers and being the future for innovation and job creation. Now, if any of you are in manufacturing and you end up contacting the MGA and you have a story you want to share or be a guest of the show, the process is simple. Please go to whereswilliepodcast.com, request to be a guest of the show. My producer, Linda Hopler, will get in touch with you to complete the registration and scheduling process. All guests are free to the show, and we look forward to sharing your story with our listeners. Thank you all so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Where's Willie Show. For more information on future shows, please visit Where'sWillyPodcast.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Where's Willie Podcast and on Twitter at Where's Willie POD. Thank you all so much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.